On today's episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian rants yet again about his checkout drama. I test Brian on four terms to see if he knows the magic answer, and a listener wants to declutter his sales life. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal. And we'll be your host for today's episode. You can check out our products page on our website, All In, a comprehensive training solution for salespeople. I got a lot of emails in the last few months about that product. A lot of sales managers and leaders are buying it and then playing it at their sales meetings. I've got a couple uh, thoughts in the last couple of weeks on that, so that's good. Also, we're on the road next year, booking now for sales meetings, trade shows, any kind of retreats you want to have us in for. Send us uh, an email at listener at advanced selling podcast, and that'll get the ball rolling. Brian, you may not know this. Okay. But I want to tell you something. It's hard yeah. for me to say. Uh-oh. But I am a grandfather. Oh, I did know. Congratulations. I, I don't you don't look like, like a grandpa. I don't like the way you, it sounds. You don't look like one. But you know, guys, my daughter had uh, twins. That's And uh, she had a little girl named Sawyer Jane and a little Cute. boy named Evan Lawrence. Cute. And uh, Jane, the middle name, is named after her mom, my wife Jane. Yep. And then Lawrence is named after her husband's uh, father, who oh, passed away here a few that. years ago. So anyway, cute little kids. But you know, guys, compared to women, they, guys don't get real excited about when, when the pregnancy's going on. But Usually the ladies not. of the family are buying, and they're looking, and they're buying cribs and all this stuff. And so there's a, this pent-up excitement. But so I was playing it cool, and I went to the hospital, and uh, you know, and we we knew everything was good, and then they hand you one of them, yes, and and they barely, you know, just uh, barely fit into your hand. They're so small; they were six pounds, and that changes you. So yes. now, then, that's when you start to get excited about it. And so they're just little miracles. It's a blessing. Kelly and Clayton are doing well, and uh, that's awesome. You, since you know Kelly and Clayton, I thought you'd like to know. So that happy. For two you. new babies. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. Isn't that great? How's yeah. Jane? She's good. She she's, likes, good. she's good. Oh yeah. There. She doesn't look like your grandma either. She does not. And you Kara, my other daughter, uh, Aunt Kara, is is over there all the time. She only lives about five Gushing. minutes from them. She's just obsessed with them. She just can't Man. can't put them down. You there's know? there's just it's just so. Fun. It is. It's and it reminds you of so when you fun. had kid when you had kids yeah. too. You know. So yeah. anyway, uh, we appreciate are, uh, everybody are they, are they asking cute about babies? it. Babies. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they sleep a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> exactly. Every they're, time I come over, I'm like, babies. when are they going to wake up and start smiling? And uh, they're not quite there yet. But, I just uh, always think it's funny you see a newborn. I'm just like, ah, they're so cute. And I'm like, if, you're, <laughs> now, if it wasn't cute, would you actually say it wasn't no, of cute? Course I don't not. think you would. People not. don't do that. But sort you of won't thing, hear so. me saying that. So. Well, what a great uh, gift. Yeah, it is. Holidays coming up and Thanksgiving just ended, and uh, we had a chance to spend a lot of time with them. So it's great. It's cool. Funny you should mention that, Bill. Because with the holidays coming up, you know what you don't have time to do? Post office. You don't have time to go to the post office, do you? Traffic, parking. And I don't like to mention, but there are a lot of people in line at the post office. You always, what do you mean you don't like to mention? Don't you always know mention what that. they're doing. That can all be gone. <laughs> what you do instead? Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can avoid the hassle of going to the post office during this super busy holiday season. Everything you would do at the post office, you can do right from your desk. Buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Print postage for any letter or package the instant you need it. And then the mail person picks it up. So easy and convenient. We use Stamps.com for our holiday cards. And mm-hmm. our gift packaging when we send them. When Amazon doesn't, Stamps.com does it for me. Right now, sign up for Stamps.com and use our promo code Advanced Selling for this special offer. Get a four-week trial and a $110 bonus offer that includes postage and a fun-to-use digital scale. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Advanced 
selling. That's stamps.com, enter advanced selling. What is there about people when they are checking out, like in line at a grocery store or the yep. post office, because I know what you mean there, and they wait to get out their wallet or their form of payment until the tab, it's like, that'll be thirty nine fifty. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. And I then we get into get our purse. It's like, do I want to have we talked about that before? They're flipping through. They've got 80 exactly. credit cards. Like, and are they looking for the did ones you, that have space on them? Like, did, is this one maxed out or is this one maxed out? Did you out? think there was a chance that the server would say, you know what? It's on me today. Don't, put, <laughs> your money's no good here. Put your money away. It's annoying. Oh, I... I uh, I think I did that the other day. <laughs> did you? Actually. You're probably on you know the phone. You know what else I did? This is another pet peeve since we're on it. And I'm not talking about the express line either, but there are certain stores you go to that aren't really for weekly shopping. Okay, CV- right, right. CVS or Walgreens would True. be one of those. You True. just sort of get a couple items and you go home. That's well, right. I was over there and I got going and I got a whole basket full of crap at Walgreens and there was only one person working. And I held the line up. There were like 20 people deep. And oh, if I were yeah. any of the other 19 people, I would have been really irritated at me. And God bless the woman <laughs> working. She was try- setting a record for the world's slowest <laughs> cashier, just taking her time one at a time. And I, uh, can, I, can I keep going? Yeah, for a couple. I have a pet five, peeve. Ten more minutes. It's fine. When people comment on what you've purchased. Oh, I hate that. Right? Yeah. It's none of her business. Like, yeah. oh, I, this is my favorite kind of gum. <laughs> Like, oh, like what if I have, you know, like preparation in the meantime, like what's she going to say? 25 people are behind you. Yeah, hearing the whole thing. Yeah. Just crazy. Anyway. Well, I've got another rant, but I'll save it for another one about uh, (laughs) checkout. Um, (laughs) I went to a, uh, I belong to a men's group. It's a virtual training. We meet every week. And uh, once a year, all the men from this group get together. So it was like 60 guys to get together. And we met in the east, in the mountains of Eastern Tennessee. It was awesome, awesome night. Neat. And uh, the facilitator got up, and these are business owners, entrepreneurs, salespeople, but but you know accomplished people, a, a lot of thirty somethings, forty somethings yeah. in the room who have a lot of ambition. Yeah. And the facilitator, Aaron Walker, got up and said, "I'm going to give you four words, and I'm, I want you to do this, Brian, and, and see if you can guess which which one or two of the words had the most impact." Okay. I'm going to give you four words. Okay. And I want you to raise your hand if you need if you need more of this. Okay, got it. So uh, I'll go through the four, uh, the and four. then we'll come back. Okay, good. So you can only raise your hand for one. Got it. I need more time. Mm-hmm. I need more money. Mm-hmm. I need more clarity. Mm-hmm. I need more confidence. Mm. So those are the four. So as a percent, what percent of the guys raised their hand when he said time? Uh, 40%. I would have thought that too. Yeah. Uh, 6%. 6? Only 6%. Wow, okay. Yeah. Money. Mm. Uh, 30%. Zero. Ooh. That, wow. that kind of surprised. I didn't yeah. think money was going to be a big deal because he's- Something, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, z- but zero surprised me. Yeah. So you know that the last two are going to be- Kind of feel where this is going here. What about clarity? Yeah. I would say, now I would have raised my hand for that one, but it would have been, I feel like it would have been like 10%. Yeah, yeah. 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 I raised my hand for that one yeah. too. What was it? 60. 60%. 60% of the people in the room raised their hand for clarity. And, yes. and later I find out why, but but it's just what you think it is. It's yes. just, we have all these options, all these things to do. Yeah. How do I become clear about my life? That's and it. then confidence, yeah. you can kind of guess about 30, yeah. 30% for confidence. And that even surprised the facilitator because he said, you know, this is a group of, if you came uh, up against one of these people or met them, you wouldn't think confidence would be an issue. And right. it kind of hit home that, again, that sometimes we learn, like uh, you know, we've talked about in the past, we wear the badge of confidence, but deep down, sometimes in the underbelly, we're not as confident as we True. give off. So True. 
But uh, Clarity was really interesting, and, and we've got a caller, uh, a voice memo here from a guy named Josh, who I think, and, and see what you think after you hear the call, and we're going to get into this a little bit, see if you think Clarity is an issue for him. Perfect. All right, so here we go. Hey, Bill and Brian, Advanced Selling Podcast, awesome team. Name is Joshua from the Portland, Vancouver metro area. And I'm getting in touch with you uh, because I recently came off of active duty and uh, 10 years ago, I might have considered myself a pretty darn good sales professional. And uh, coming from you know real estate and uh, wireless background uh, sales. And now I have, uh, I've stumbled into the telecommunications world um, as a senior account executive. And um, I am drinking from a fire hose as far as uh, you know, getting updated on technology and the way things are, you know, information is transported. And while doing that, I'm also trying to get my legs underneath me, being an outside sales rep, cold calling and door knocking and, and you know, contact management and, and all that. And, and I know the values and the principles have pretty much remained the same as regarding sales. The, 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 the necessity of diligence and the necessity of a, a go-getter mentality but I feel a little overwhelmed with all the choices out there when it comes to LinkedIn and marketing and doing this and cold calling's dead, so don't do it or do it. I'm really looking for a start place and a system I can follow so that I can provide for my family and be as successful as I can be and be the best version of myself. Where do I start, guys? Thank you, Obi-Wan Bill and Obi-Wan Brian. Thank you for all that you guys do. I really appreciate it and look forward to hearing from you. Meet Josh, we must. That's my Yoda. That's Brodia. Broda. Brioda. B-R-Y-O-D-A. That's nice. He calls Obi-Wan and Obi-2. Yeah, that's nice. nice, So do you think his question lends itself? Do you think it connects with clarity? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it does. Absolutely. The the overwhelmed was the key adjective. And then what to do. And, And you hit it on the head earlier is, and he did such a good job articulating this, that you and I, we consider ourselves forward-thinking people in the sales environment. We are, I would consider us thought leaders, right? And we've got this podcast and a bunch of people listen to. <laughs> you, I you put are. we. No, I think yeah, we okay. are. Thanks. And um, a lot of it is just the same as it always it has always been. It's, mm-hmm. it's, we, we tend to overthink the process. And there's so much that's the same. And there's some differences at the margin that are drastically different than what they used to. And I think that's what advanced like, podcast listeners are looking for. Right, it's that growth and that that thing at the margin, um, and I think that's that's critical here for what uh, Josh is asking us. Yeah, I think the choices available to us today are so almost infinite, uh, or at least numerous, that we can. It's the blessing of having technology and having LinkedIn, having all these things and all these tools available. But it's also the curse of knowing where to start yep. and knowing what to do. And so I've put together two or three things. I know you have too about. Uh, about how to advise Josh and anybody who is dealing. And this could be a new position, a new job. Maybe it's even you're just at the point in your life where it's just too much. I mean, there's there's just an overwhelm to things. And yes. so this would be good for people like that too. And, and I will tell you, I get into this. Yeah. And sometimes I can look out in the distance and see this and this and this, and I can do this and we can do this. And at some point you have to say, I don't have time. I got to focus. I got to focus yeah. on that. So Yeah. And I think there's a danger the other way. I can sometimes be the other way. 
I can get too myopic in my thinking and just put my head down and look straight ahead and I don't see anything else. I don't consider other opportunities. So there's a risk. I'm, I'm kind of wired yeah. the other way. Yeah, yeah, that I get a little too, this is what I do and this is the only way I do it and it works. And so why would I do, you know? And sometimes that's limiting also. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've got three things written down here for Josh and for everyone listening to, I think things, no matter what, uh, what stage you're in also, Bill, like you said, you can constantly even reinvent the next version of that's you. right. It might be something, or just something you've gotten uh, sloppy at or put away or gotten lazy at that you can pull back out here. So, you, why don't you, you wanna, go with your yeah, first? Yeah, good. Um, so he mentioned something that he used the, the, the words that cold calling is dead. And if you listen to Bill and I speak on this podcast, you're going to know that we probably cold calling is not our number one modality for getting new business, for filling the top of the funnel. And for some people, it is. Right. And so my advice to you is you decide what, first of all, you have to define what cold calling is for yourself and then decide if it fits you or not, if it's the right thing for you. I would recommend you, Josh, um, if you put me into a territory brand new, I would cold call a network. I wouldn't cold call end users. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so a to-do item for you is you cold call a network. So if you're selling technologies, you should start to figure out who the people are that know people in the network and you cold call the network and you insert yourself into the network and you have to do that yourself. They're not going to ask you in. Right. But if you ask to get in to the club, so to speak, and start to show up at things, then you'll you'll find your way in. Mm-hmm. And so for that, I would cold call. And most people, when you're cold calling into a network, are very open. If you're cold calling into a sales environment, yeah, they're usually they're not. Close. Yeah, it's good. I like That's that. This is probably uh, less for Josh and more for the person who's been at it for a while. There's this phenomena that I have affectionately called globbing. And the globbing phenomena is I'm doing this today and a new technology comes aboard. So I'll do that and then I'll glob onto that and then I'll put, and before you know it, you're doing lots of stuff. You're doing lots of doing, and you're not really once a year looking at all the things I'm doing and saying, if I was going to build this house or this thing from scratch, what would I be doing? I probably wouldn't build it that way. You you know, uh, in neighborhoods, sometimes you'll see a house and it's been added onto seven times and it looks awful. It might be functional, but it doesn't look like it was designed that way because it wasn't. And I think it's the same thing here. Sometimes, and this is a good time of year to do that, is just look at your goals, look at all the things you're doing and say, how can I recreate this in a more sophisticated, elegant manner? And you, cause you can't do it all. That's really, really good. I love the, I love the, the, uh, the depth of the word globbing too. Isn't it a great word? It's globbing, a, it's a great, what does it mean? On? I just I think it know. globbing on is what I always globbing think. Or is it glomming Glob- or globbing? I don't know. I always look to you for vocabulary issues. Especially around <laughs> globbing and glomming words. Globbing and glomming. Mm. I want to add now one, because you said that. Okay. And that is the word pruning. Huh? Globbing pruning. and pruning. Globbing and pruning. Because if you've globbed onto your house or globbed onto you your system, you've got to prune. you got to yeah. pull back, right? Let the rose bush find its yep. way out, and you got to trim it back. And so I think pruning would be a good thing to do if you've been globbing, mm-hmm. or you're looking at your sales life and go, man, i got too much stuff going on here. You start to prune back. Give things away, let them go. You can prune your funnel. You can prune your activity. You can prune your network. You can prune your calendar. A lot of things you can prune. I love it. And it's a good time of year for that. It's just a perfect time of year to deglob and prune. I'm going to prune my gut through the holidays. Oh, you are? I I wouldn't do that. Okay. Okay, here's, uh, was that yours? That was, yep, go ahead. Okay. That's my add-on. I think, uh, Josh, you were talking a lot about lead generation here, and so you're talking about cold calling, and Brian talked about networking. I think you have to, I I like this idea, and we've talked about on the podcast before, of building a Parthenon of leads. And the Parthenon of leads is really five columns. You know what a Parthenon is, Brian. I I do You study Greek (laughs) Greek architecture. It's actually Latin, but go ahead. (laughs) Is it? I was president of the Latin club. Not oh, it was Parthenon, Parthenon uh, it's Greek, a Latin? Isn't it? Oh, I think it's I Greek. It Greek. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. Greek to me. Yep. Uh, 
and a Parthenon has columns that support it. And I think you have to look at the columns of prospecting and say, what are five? And no more than five. Yeah. I maybe even say three, but which what would are make it a trithenon? Trithenon, yeah, a, versus a penta, exactly. pentathon. Correct. So find those five areas that are working for you. And again, after you've done your pruning, maybe you build it back and say, well, LinkedIn, LinkedIn activity is is one. Maybe even cold calling into your network is one. Maybe publishing something is one. But prune that back and say, what are my three to five optimum um, sources for leads or for new discussions? And hold it to that. And then when you build your plan, you don't build your plan outside of those five things. So if, yep. if you don't have cold calling on there, cold calling is not a part unless halfway through the year you say, you know what, these five aren't working. I'm going to substitute number four and five for number six. And then you can yes. do that. Really, really Parthenon. Good. Parthenon. I like mm -hmm. it. Parthenon of prospecting. Uh, okay, I'm going to do something. I'm going to give something away, Bill. I just decided. Okay. So uh, I think most of yours, all of my clients work off of a one-page business plan mm -hmm. that we've developed mm -hmm. over the years, and, the, and the, the clients all fill it out, and they hold themselves accountable to it. And Josh, since we use your question here, I'm going to offer to coach Josh through developing his own one-page oh, business okay. plan. Oh, okay, good. Is that okay That's to do? That's good, yeah. So for That's a half awesome. an hour, and Josh, wow. you'll, you'll send us a little, we'll send you a note back and get you scheduled. We've got a template built, but um, I, I think it's really important that someone takes you through this process because this one-page business plan, if nothing else, gives you massive clarity. Mm -hmm. Massive clarity in your behaviors, your outcomes that you're after, um, connectors, resources, there's a lot of things in there. And so, Josh, for being such a good listener and for uh, and for serving our country, serve our country. Absolutely. Sake, right? At least Absolutely. we can do. And uh, I'll walk you through, but every sales professional should have a one-page business plan that they're working from. So, Josh, go ahead and email us at listener at advanced selling podcast, and here's the code. We, we've, here's, no, we've got his email. The we'll email Josh. I'll give us a code. Yeah. Now, everyone, everyone's going to say they're Josh. Called, All the Joshes are going to email yeah. and say, Oh, well, hey, we know his last name. No, we know. We know his voice, too. Yeah. Go ahead. And the, right. in, the, in the subject line, put free time. <laughs> Brian's free time. <laughs> Okay, uh, here's one that, uh, do we have time for one more? Yeah, yeah, I have one more too. Sir. Okay, yep. here, this is quick. Uh, the question is, what, what do you want? And this is part of the one-year business plan, but what do you want? What do you want to see happen in your territory to your income? If you can start to set that out, and I know Brian will go through this if you call him, and you should, is we have to begin with the end in mind. And if, if you don't, then again, you do a lot of doing. So be very clear about what you want in your territory one year out. If you want to do a three-year plan, you can, but if you don't have a plan at all, at least start with one year. And just ask what, what you want. What do I want from this? And I think you'll be surprised at how things will line up to help you get that. But if the universe doesn't know what you want, it has a lot of tough, has a tough time kind of giving it to you. It's beautiful. Yeah. My last bit of advice is you're going to get lots of information like from people like me and Bill, and you're going to read and everything. In the end, what you have to do is you have to do whatever aligns best with you. If cold calling aligns best with you, no matter what anybody says, go cold call. Mm -hmm. If working LinkedIn aligns with you the closest, go work LinkedIn. And if it doesn't, don't. And I think it's really important. Sometimes people take the advice they hear and they glob onto it, right? And it just builds up and builds up, and they don't ever foot it to themselves and say, you know what, LinkedIn's great, but it's really not my bag. It's not my thing. So you put locks on your home, you buy home insurance, you have an alarm on your car, you buy car insurance, and you've worked hard to build your business, but you don't have cyber insurance to protect it. Small businesses like yours are especially vulnerable to cyber attacks. Over 40% of cyber attacks last year targeted small businesses, and 60%, 60% of those closed within six months of the attack. So you need to let cyber policy keep you safe. 
Cyber policy is the first end-to-end solution that combines planning, security, and insurance customized for small business. With cyber policy, your business will be protected against cyber attacks. Get peace of mind for 40 cents a day. Secure your business. You can visit cyberpolicy.com and get a custom quote in four minutes. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when a hacker is going to attempt to hack your company. Plan, prevent, insure with cyberpolicy.com. Uh, Josh, thanks for the uh, question. That's a great thing. We appreciate you uh, making yourself vulnerable. And uh, even as someone who's sold for a long time to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm just uh, not on my game. I'm not as good as I could be. So I give you a lot of kudos for that. Thank you. And if you are a listener and you'd like us to read a question of yours or do a high, high quality audio question, you can send that to <laughs> listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. That does it for today's episode. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, go do that right now. Just go to ultimatepregame.com to find it and check out the products page while you're there. And we're booking for 2017. Any association event, sales team meeting, anything like that, you'd like to have Bill or I or both come out to your company, just send us an email to listener advancedlinkpodcast.com. We'll get the conversation started. And by all means, if you're not there yet, go join the LinkedIn group. We have 7,200 of your favorite fellow Advanced Link Podcast listeners. Advancedlinkpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. That's it. We'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Link Podcast.